All right, I always like to begin the show with something interesting, and I don't know if you guys and gals have noticed, but it is election season, and they're calling this the AI election because of all the deep fakes that have already started with Trump and Biden and the other candidates. So I just want you to know, think of this as a PSA, just don't believe everything that you see that's being shared on social media. Now, meanwhile, in Mexico, when they have elections, I don't know if you know this, but they don't use the word ballot. They do not use the word ballot. Instead, they say, pico de gallo. Oh, all right. That was a good one. All right. And on that happy note, welcome to Kim Commando today. It's our Friday edition where we like to have some fun. And joining me, as always, are two incredible folks who make sure that commando.com and our newsletters are always in tip top shape. We have our amazing content queen, Allie Seligman. Allie, how are you going to astound us with your brilliance today? Important change that you need to make to your Amazon account if you have any Echoes or Ring products around. And then one thing that we all love, I'm going to tell you, if your Wi-Fi sucks, there might be something you're doing (laughs) that it's ruining it. So I'll help you fix it. Uh, Well, you know what? Wi-Fi, when it's bad, Mm -hmm. is just bad, isn't it? And then, of Mm -hmm. course, we have our magnificent millennial and our very own Internet Scout, Matthew Heffel. What's going on with you today, Matt? I'm going to talk about how Amazon has a really helpful new feature as well as some handy apps for kids to help them learn. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. And now this is fun. You can also watch us do Kim Commando today on Fridays on YouTube. That's right, youtube.com slash Kim Commando. And make sure that you subscribe while you're there. So every single time that we drop a new vid, you get automatically notified. That's youtube.com slash Kim Commando. All right, we always like to start with the news, some important tech developments to keep you in the know. And I'll go first, as always, and come with me to Southern California. And I'm going to introduce you to a couple by the name of Christopher and Kimberly Phelps. Christopher and Kimberly Phelps. Uh, They are desperate, desperate, desperate for YouTube views and attention. Uh, They run a YouTube channel called Blue Ghost. So what do you think would be on Blue Ghost? Anything? Uh, Ghost stories, maybe? Yeah, maybe. No. Yeah, spooky old houses? Yeah. No. Uh, Loads and loads and loads and loads of videos of car crashes. Oh, what? Uh, 162 car crashes, to be exact. Hmm. Now, these aren't reposts of car crashes that they saw and they're like, oh, I want to share this with my subs. No, these are car crashes with them in them. And these are like serious car crashes, like where the car gets totaled. You said 167? That they were in. 162. 162. Oh, my gosh. Uh, They smack into cars on purpose. They commit insurance fraud to get YouTube views. And get this. (sighs) Their kid is in the back seat. Oh. <gasps> right? Mm. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Well, their five seconds of fame has ended. Uh, Christopher <laughs> yeah. got into an accident where his car stopped for no apparent reason. He just was driving. He just stops his car. Well, <sighs> the the tractor trailer behind him rear-ended him. And the police got suspicious. They're like, you know, well, let's do a little investigation on these two. Uh, Shortly after the accident, Chris uploaded a recording of this whole accident to his YouTube channel, of course. Uh, Authorities found the video. They arrested the couple. Now they're facing serious charges. Thank you. Uh, Assault with a deadly weapon and child endangerment. Yeah. Okay. Completely crazy 
whack jobs. Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at these videos. So I'm thinking like, I don't care if you take yourself out. Okay? Sure. Okay. But the kids should not be in the back seat, in a car no. seat. I mean, just, I hope they throw the book at them. I mean, I just mm. hope they just, yeah. just crazy, crazy stuff. And I, you know, but it, it also makes me wonder, like people that were watching these videos, why didn't they like report it? That's a good question. What a weird thing to, I have no interest in watching No, that would give me anxiety. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh-uh. we're not going to do that. So anyway, if you ever see something weird on YouTube, just like raise your flag, maybe raise your hand rather and, you know, say, hey, this is not good. And maybe somebody will check it out. Yeah. All right, Matt, you go next. What's going on in your news department? I'll try to lighten it up a little bit. Um, so I have to be, we're going to have a little bit of an honest moment, everyone. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. So how many times per week do you buy something on Amazon? Allie, I'm going to let you go first on this. Uh, for the record, I'm mm-hmm. usually quite good at this. Okay. And I would say, honestly, a couple times a month. But okay. I have recently been trying out some new uh, activewear. Okay. I don't know if you know about this. There's a lot of like, just like Lululemon, but not Lululemon. Sure. Uh, so I've been trying all these things, right? And so... um yeah, a lot. So how often do you return those items? A lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Kim, Kim, how often do you think you buy something on Amazon each week and return it? Um, I buy something on Amazon every single day. <laughs> I think every single she day. She proudly. <laughs> yes. Uh, return probably once every two to three weeks. Okay, all right. Something. Right? That's so pretty bad. good. It sounds about okay. like a like a ten, maybe five percent return rate. Sure. You'd say, yeah, yeah, okay. something well, like that. Amazon has a serious problem with returns. In 2022, their return rate—I don't think you'll believe this number—their return rate was over 27 percent. Whoa! Wow! Way higher than any other online online retailers during the uh, pandemic. People started shopping on Amazon a lot more, and this led to returns going up and skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. Now. Amazon has noticed this and, you know, with all the things going on in the tech industry, they're trying to make some changes, trying to stop people from returning so many things. So they recently came out with a new feature that will notify you if something has been returned often. So if there's an item that you're looking at and it has been returned a lot, you'll see a little pop up that says this item has been frequently returned. And so this can be helpful. Yeah. They're starting with things like clothes. And it was kind of ironic because as I was researching the story, my fiance was looking for a dress for a party that we're going to in a few weeks. And she got this notification (laughs) right at that moment. I was like, isn't that crazy? And it was for a dress because a lot of the times people will buy dresses or clothes and it will be not to size. It won't fit. It will be too small, too big. And so they return it. And the other thing is that a lot of these will have five-star reviews, and it's not real reviews, as we've, as we've talked about many times. Yeah, shocker. They're bots, mm-hmm. and they're fake, and so all these five-stars are just scams, and they send you junk, and you're, you're thinking you're going to get a whole new laptop for $45, and it comes, and it's a picture of a laptop on a piece of paper, but it had five-star <laughs> reviews. So hopefully this new Amazon feature will help out all those people and will help them not have so many returns. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know, Amazon's also going to save some money at this. Sure, because absolutely. Because all the processing that they have to do when somebody buys something and returns it. And it just reminds me, I bought a sh- – I have to go to a black tie. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, I'm still moving and my life is in pods. Okay. Honest <laughs> to goodness. I mean, my life is – all my clothes, everything is in pods. And so I need a pair of shoes. So I go on. I'm like, okay. So – I find the pair of shoes and it said, and I look at the reviews and I take a nine. Okay, and some of the reviewers said buy a half size too small, 
And then another review said, make sure that you go up a half size. <laughs> okay. So I actually bought, this is how crazy it is. So the black tie is on Saturday. So I'm like last minute, you know, yeah, last minute Lily here. And so <laughs> I go to, uh, I, I go to Nordstrom's and I buy the three pairs of shoes because I bought an eight and a half, nine and nine and a half. And then I'm thinking, oh, man, you know, what if they don't come in? Then I'm like screwed, right? And so then I go over to uh, Saks and I buy the eight and a half, the nine and the nine and a half too. <laughs> Six shoes. Okay. okay. So I'm going to mess up everybody's algorithms because yes. whoever gets the shoe here, Cinderella, the shoe that fits, that's the only pair that I'm going to keep. And then everybody else has to go back. Right. Do you do Reason that, Allie? With, turn. Too slow. Do you, yeah. Do you I do that? Yeah, especially when I've been on this, like, hmm, let me see if these leggings are actually nice. Yes, I will buy multiple sizes because you never know. And you're not just like in a store, you can try them on. So, yeah, I've been getting multiple sizes of things, multiple colors, try them on, send them back. But I don't send want them back, try them on, send But the rule is, though, what I've learned the hard way is that you have to do it like send it back like the next day. Right? Yeah. I mean, yes. you can't say this is a pile of stuff I'm going to get to in a week because you'll never do it. Mm -hmm. You're never and then you it. have all these leggings that don't fit you sit on the yeah. counter for three months, <laughs> five <laughs> pairs of shoes for a black tie dress that you're never going to wear again. Okay. Then you're thinking, who can um, I give these shoes to <laughs> <yes, exactly. laughs> <laughs> offer up whatever it may be. Um, so what's in your uh, news world, Allie? It's also Amazon. Um, we have talked many times about Sidewalk. This is Amazon's Wi-Fi network uh, that devices basically borrow a little bit of your Wi-Fi and your neighbor's Wi-Fi, anybody who has one of the devices that work with it. So it's all the Ring products uh, and Echoes and other things like that. And it's on by default. Uh, and we have told you, you should turn it off. And there is another reason you should turn it off. Uh, Amazon just released its first Sidewalk coverage map. And they say, get this, 90% of the U.S. population can access the network. That's mm -hmm. how many wow. devices <laughs> that support this, um, that support Sidewalk are around. Uh, and why are they bragging? Because Amazon just opened Sidewalk up to developers. That means anybody can now make stuff that works on this network. Uh, right now, the main uses, uh, Sidewalk helps if you have a ring cam that's maybe doesn't get a great connection to your Wi-Fi. Okay, can borrow a little bit from your neighbors so you still get notifications. Uh, it works with some like smart locks, things that just generally they might not have the best. Uh, you know, maybe they don't have a good Wi-Fi signal inside of them. They don't have Wi-Fi radios, but now they want to build more things that can use this free network. It's free because you pay for it and I pay for it. Not me because I, you know, I turned it off. But anybody who <laughs> still uses it, that's who's paying for it. Um, Anybody can get a test kit to see, basically you get this little gray wireless device and you can see if you want to build a product, how strong the network is where you are. And if it's good, wow. okay, great, you're mm -hmm. in business. Um, there are some really useful things that could come from this, right? Uh, the Verge actually had a really nice list. They said dog trackers, package trackers, soil mo moisture sensors, leak sensors, mailbox sensors, um, garage door openers, basically anything that doesn't consistently have its own good Wi-Fi connection. But we have to think about the privacy and security of this, right? We don't know yet for sure that no. Sidewalk is secure. Um, we don't know that someone can't get into your main network mm. um, by exploiting Sidewalk. We don't know what they could do to your devices if they exploited Sidewalk. We do know that the more popular this gets, the more stuff on it, the more hackers will be trying to get into it. 
100%. For now, again, I am going to stick with you should opt out uh, if you haven't already. If you didn't heed our warnings before, uh, go over to the website and search Amazon Sidewalk and we show you how to do it. It's really easy in the app. It really just takes a few clicks and then you feel a little better knowing uh, nothing's weird. (laughs) But isn't that, you know, Amazon, that is just brilliant. Think about it. Oh my gosh, yeah. Brilliant. I mean, every time that you buy a device from them, okay, you are letting them create a mesh network to the point where they have now 90% of all neighborhoods covered. 90%. That's crazy. And it didn't cost them a dime to do this. Wow. Okay, whoever that person is that came up with that idea at Amazon. Employee of the year. Guys, I would like you to call me. I would love for you to just or, you know, drop me a note through the website because I, I don't know what your job could be with us, but I'm sure you could come up with something like really freaking amazing. Okay, just freaking amazing. All right, you want to stay right where you are because who has the joke this week? That's me. And it's scale of 1 to 10, Al, what do you think? I think it's a pretty good one. I'm going to give it a 7.5. That's nice. Good one. Good one. Uh, Matt's going to be talking about some kid-friendly apps. I have the the what-the-heck headline of the week. Uh, Matt's also going to be talking about what the Internet's buzzing about. And Allie's going to drop a truth bomb about sucky Wi-Fi. And, of course, we have more of me and more of us that you don't want to miss here on Ken Commando Today. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. It's Kim Commando today. It's the Friday edition. Much different than Monday through Thursday because that's the Kim Commando show podcast. But Kim Commando today on Fridays is when Matt and Allie come on board. And if you're a new listener, we're so glad that you're here. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. And I know that you want to get more tech smarts. And because of that, we have just a phenomenal change that we need to tell you about. This past week, we rolled out the Commando 2.0 newsletters that, Allie, how would you describe them? Fantastic. Um, basically, you get everything you need right there in the newsletter. It's news that matters to you, that's going to impact your life, and lots of smart stuff to make you kind of that tech-savvy person, you know, in your life. Everybody's going to say, oh, man, you're so smart. Ooh. How did you know that? <laughs> what do you think of the new newsletters, Matt? I think they're awesome. They're very modern, very sleek, you know, none of that... Um, Disturbing ads, I would say, in the corners. <laughs> no, so, no more colon I, I cleanses. No more colon No, no, no. It's all gone. <laughs> yeah. And no more tap or click here to learn more. No, everything <laughs> is exactly in there. So join over 400,000 folks who love us every single day because we deliver them one 
great newsletter every single morning. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe. That's commando.com slash subscribe. All right, this part of the podcast, we like to give along some tips. And I guess I was in the life-saving mode after reading about the, that crazy couple with crashing cars yeah. on purpose mm-hmm. with their kid in the backseat. But let's talk about your smartphone. And this is just something that you should be doing for yourself, for your family members, is that I want you to set up the way that if you are in a place where you can't say your name, what you're allergic to, what your health conditions are, that somebody can look at the phone and go, oh, yes, this hmm. is this person, and they have a heart condition or kidney issues, and they're on this medication. We're talking about setting up your medical ID so folks who want to help you can see the following information about you. Okay, They're going to note your name, your age, your medical conditions, your medications, any allergies, uh, your emergency contacts, and a whole bunch more. So if you're on an iPhone, really simple to do, just open the health app, and then you're prompted to enter basic health information. And then you always can update it later. Now, if you're on Android, uh, first responders can also help you. You're going to go into safety and emergency settings, emergency contacts, add a contact. So if you need these exact steps, we have them all on the website. But I just think it's super important for everybody to do this for yourself, for your loved ones, because what do you always have with you, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You always have your phone. And if you can't speak up, the emergency responders know how to open up and get to the health apps on both iPhones and Androids. And it's really just something that's smart to do. So put that on your to-do list right now. Don't do it right now because I don't want you to miss any more of the podcast. But you're going to want to do it after the podcast. All right. So, Matt, you were telling us a great story about uh, the kids and apps. And what was that about? My sister has two kids. Um, they are younger. They're four and seven. And a lot of the time they spend is just sitting on the YouTube kids channel. So <laughs> if you've ever been, have you ever seen anything on YouTube kids? No. Yeah. It is, it is bizarre. Um, it is very strange. <laughs> I don't uh, understand I, it. I don't either. So she reached out to me and said, you know, what are some apps? What are some tools that the kids can use that will be fun for them and entertaining, but also will help them learn, be creative and all that stuff. So I started to dig and I did some research and I found some really great apps that you can download that will help your kids, you know, really be entertained and learn at the same time. The first one's called Khan Academy. Now, we've all heard of Khan Academy. It's been on the internet since like, I don't know, 2001, 2002. Yeah. yeah. And I used to use it for math class when I was in high school. But now there's a Khan Academy kids app that is just really, really handy. It allows kids to play games. So there's a game where they match things together based on color. There's a game where they're trying to learn how to do certain math puzzles. And it actually can get pretty complicated. I played a few of the games. I mean, I got them all right. I got them all right. Don't worry. But it is fun. I mean, and it's bright and colorful and all the things that kids love. And the best part is it's free. And all you need is an email account. And you can set up uh, certain things in there with the teacher icon in the top right-hand corner. It allows you to set up certain things so that they can get better at certain things that you want them to get better at. The next one is called Duolingo for Kids. Again, another adult app that has a kid's Ooh, version. I love that. Yeah. So this one's specifically for helping them learn how to read and uh, write in different languages as well. So it has ABCs. So if they're really young, they can just learn English and the ABCs and how to read and write. But then for older ages, you can have them learn Spanish or French or Italian. And it's all done in a really creative way that's specifically targeted toward kids. And another great thing, again, it's free. Which, <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> the next one is PBS Kids. Now, this is PBS games and videos. So the P- 
PBS. We all know what PBS is. They have two different apps. So there's one that's games and one that's video. And the game is similar to the other ones where they're learning games. But the video one is all your favorite PBS shows. So it's, you know, Sesame Street, all that kinds of stuff. So you can go right on that app and they don't have to go on the TV or whatever. It's all around that app. Super helpful. And then finally, this one I found the most interesting. It's called Code Spark. Have you ever heard of this? Mm -mm. This is Uh an app that's specifically to help kids learn how to code. Cool. So any kid that wants to be in the future, that is really looking forward to that future, you can help them learn how to code at a young age. And I think that's really helpful because as we go forward, a lot of the jobs will require that knowledge. Now, this is the only one on this list that's not free. It is $12.99 a month or $100 for the entire year. But if you think that they're going to have a career in STEM, this could really be a helpful thing to start early. Get them off a baby shark. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or Johnny Johnny. (laughs) Oh, or Caillou. I hate Caillou. Why is he so whiny? Oh, my gosh. How many years has it been since Ian watched that and you still get so mad thinking about Caillou? (laughs) You know why? Because my nephew came over and he had, and it was Caillou on his tablet. I looked at my niece. I'm like, no, <laughs> he is not watching Caillou in my own. It's like, well, mom, what am mm. I doing? I'm like, oh, gosh, Caillou. Hate that kid. <laughs> Those, that's a great list. Matt, you're going to have it over at Commando? I will. So were you having Wi-Fi issues at home that made you think of this alley? Recently, it's actually been behaving, which let me find some wood. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, when your Wi-Fi is bad or it just goes out, I always... I guess I kind of would have expected by now you'd get used to it, but I get so mad mm-hmm. every single time. It's not one of those things that I'm like, oh, it's fine. Just the Wi-Fi out. No, I'm, I'm furious. Um, if your connection is not out, it's just kind of bad, there might be a couple of reasons for that. Where's your router? Uh, did you put it somewhere silly? You don't want it on the floor, and you don't want it stuck like in a closet with a bunch of stuff around it. The best spot is high up, but not too high. Uh, between five and seven feet is a good bet. Mm. You can put it on a shelf. You can mount it on the wall, whatever you want to do. Uh, and near the center of your home or where most of the internet activity happens is best. So, you know, say on one side is just, I don't know, bedrooms, and you don't spend a lot of time on the internet in your bedroom. But on this side is where everyone works or, you know, does their school, whatever. Put it over there. What if someone is stealing your internet? Yes, this happens. Uh, Perhaps you have a very bad password. Perhaps you never set a password. Please don't tell me that that's true. Uh, Over on commander.com, we have some good ways to see exactly what is on your network. So you can look through and say, "Uh, I I don't know what that is. That's a bad sign, uh, but don't worry. You can fix it, and we will show you how to do that. Uh, You can actually search... uh, internet mooching on commander.com and it'll (laughs) pop up, which is a great phrase. (laughs) And then what about if other people in your house are downloading huge files? You are getting ready to go on a video meeting and it starts and you keep freezing and nobody can understand you. That that happened to me recently that that Uh I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Somebody else in your house might be using up a lot of the bandwidth. Um, It could be your kid with their new video game that they're downloading in the middle of the day when you're trying to work, whatever it is. So maybe make a house rule. Uh, Schedule those big downloads for the middle of the night when no one is trying to work or use the internet for things like that. Uh, We have steps for that over on the site as well. You know how when you walk around a neighborhood and it pops up these Wi-Fi network yeah. names and says, you know, do you want to join? Um, I was walking the other day and a network name popped up. I was I busted out laughing out loud. Uh, it was Vladimir Routen. 
like, I love that. That's I love good. that. That's good. All right. If you like quick tips like this, make sure that you get our Daily Tech Update podcast. This is pretty amazing because every morning you're going to get one tech story that you need to know about and also one digital tech life hack that you're just going to love. And so, again, wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K. All right. Coming up in our What the Heck headline of the week, I have this one, and it's about fruit roll-ups and TikTok. Yes. Um, and let's see. Matt's going to be talking about the weirdest corners of Reddit, and Allie has some more ways for you to make money, and she promises us a great laugh at the end. So don't leave us now. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. Hey, it's Kim Commando today. It's your Friday edition. We're so glad that you're here with us. And just a quick reminder that you can actually watch us do the show at youtube.com slash Kim Commando. That's youtube.com slash Kim Commando. All right. Our what the heck headline of the week. Here it is. People are eating fruit roll-ups frozen and it's plastic on TikTok. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> what? All right. Now, uh, I don't need to say anything, but I was never told as a youngster that I should not be eating laundry detergent. Okay. I mean, so just a PSA, nobody eat the Tide Pods, all right? <laughs> they look so good. Kim. I know. But if you ever sunk your teeth into a fruit roll-up, you probably notice what? There's that thin layer of plastic mm-hmm. that's meant to be peeled off, <gasps> peeled off before you dig in. It is not food. It is not food. Plastic <laughs> is not food. Okay. It's not. So now there's a TikTok trend where people are getting creative and they're sticking ice cream in between two fruit roll-ups and make kind of like an ice cream sandwich. Uh, it's good and fun until these TikTok creators come out and say, it doesn't matter that it's plastic because it's just so crunchy. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, pro tip. Uh, do not eat the plastic with your fruit roll-ups. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we want to use our brains, and we want to enjoy our fruit roll-ups with the plastic taken off of the fruit roll Even fruit roll-ups, they had to put actually a, a video out on TikTok that said, don't eat the um. plastic in the fruit roll-ups. Okay. Uh, which reminds me, what fruit do you use to make toe jam? What fruit do you use to make toe jam? Anyone? Anyone? 
fruit by the foot. (laughs) I'm sorry. All right. So, Matt, you are out on the Internet. You are you are the, the it guy. So what's hey. what's big and happening on the internet this whole week? So that Allie and I, when we're talking to our family members and friends, we're gonna be like, uh, "Yeah, we totally knew that was happening." Yeah, I got some good stuff for you. And speaking of TikTok, I've been trying to move away from it. You know, I, I always thought about it as the place where internet culture is happening, but there are other lo- places on the internet where you can kind of get that same kind of vibe. If you go over to Reels, you can kind of get that, but. Then you're giving Meta all your data, so it's not that much better. <laughs> or you can go over to Twitter, but that can get um, that can get dark really quickly get on dark. Twitter. So <laughs> I found that I like really like Reddit, specifically like Reddit subreddits, which I find fascinating. And I was going to go through some of the craziest ones or some of the most entertaining ones that you can find on the website. So if you're really looking for something that's history, you can just go to r slash ask a historian. And this is really, really cool. They have historians from all universities that will answer questions about any point in history that you want, whether it be like Alexander the Great or ancient Rome. They have all the information. I was scrolling through that for hours last night (laughs) because I really love history. So it's really fascinating. There's another one that if you really want to be heartwarmed, I love it. It's called Made Me Smile. This has, you know. Dogs coming home to their, you know, vets that's been off to war for months and stories about that, you know, babies, all that stuff that will really make your heart smile. That's make me smile. That one's really, really great. And then the next one everybody's heard of, but it goes on forever. Shower thoughts. You've gone through the subreddit shower thoughts. I love it. Yeah. I was going to give you guys some of my favorites that I found just by going through it for just a few hours and just a few hours. Just a few hours. So the first one is dogs must wonder why it's always winter in the fridge. <laughs> I mean, they must, right? That's true. Yeah. That's okay. True. And interesting is one of the least interesting ways to describe something. <laughs> yeah. huh. you know, Can I true. tell you something about interesting? That was one of the yeah. first lessons that I got in radio when I mm. first started out is that when you're interviewing somebody and you don't know what to say, <laughs> okay, you just say, interesting (laughs) that's because it doesn't mean anything yeah and so you just so so next time like somebody says something you have no clue what they're talking about you just say interesting interesting and i i've actually used that not too long ago i have a friend who is has about 1600 patents okay on everything that might be related to anything that you might use in an emergency room setting Okay. So he okay. was explaining to me, I, I asked, well, how does this work? And he started getting into like the molecular structure <laughs> of this and that. And I was like glazed over and he's looking at me like I must understand everything that he says. And I sat there and I said, interesting. <laughs> and I looked over at Barry and he went, you know, almost started laughing. <laughs> Like, I was like, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, so what That's else? Okay. Let's go back to Reddit. That sorry, it was a whole one more shower thing thought, and then I'll go to my favorite subreddit. The last one is, it kind of makes sense that the target audience for fidget spinners just kind of gave up on them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> now we're good. All right. My favorite subreddit, and I think it's a lot of people's favorite subreddit, is Am I the A-Hole? You've heard of this? <laughs> Love uh, it. People listing stories of things that they've done in their life, and they want to know... If they're the bad guy, if they're the a-hole. So I found my favorite one. This is a really good one because I read it to multiple people and they can't decide 
who the a-hole in this situation is. So I summarized okay, it so ready. it's relatively quick. Okay. A woman says that her daughter would never dress up for any family events her entire life. Her daughter is now 24, but throughout her entire teenage years, she wouldn't dress up for birthdays or events or parties, and they would beg her to get out of her hoodie and ripped up jeans, and she would refuse over and over again, and it would embarrass them because it was, like, required for them to dress up for these events. Yes. Well, after years of this happening, and she noticed that her her daughter would go out, and when she was going out with her friends, she would dress up. She would get all dressed up and look nice. Oh. So the daughter is 24 and her wedding is coming up mm-hmm. and the mother thinks, oh, it's payback time. So she wears a hoodie and ripped up jeans to her daughter's oh, wedding. Now, no. the daughter doesn't say anything, doesn't change her relationship with her, acts like nothing's wrong. But guess who gets mad? The husband, <laughs> because he has to be at the wedding standing next to the mother giving away his daughter with the mom wearing a hoodie and ripped up jeans. So, is she the a-hole? <laughs> um, I'm going to go first. I'm going to say yes. She's yeah. the adult in the room. And I would not want my wedding pictures with my mother, say, yeah. 30 years from now. And there's like, why is granny dressed like, uh, I don't know what, like in goth or what's going on with that? You know, <laughs> yeah. I just think that would be bad. What do you think, Al? I, I think the same thing. And I don't think the mom, it's not going to be worth it. You know, maybe she'll get a little bit of like, yeah, I got you back. But she is going to look at these pictures mm-hmm. later and think, yes. that was dumb. I really should have gotten these beautiful pictures with my daughter at her wedding. I think she's going to regret it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I can see the daughter's perspective or I can see the mother's perspective. I mean, it is oh, rude sure. to show up to tons of events and you're unwilling to dress for the occasion. But I think ultimately, yeah, the mom's the a-hole. But as a former teenage girl, yeah. teenage girls are terrible, <laughs> and They're anything nightmares. that they do should be taken as with much, like, a, a pound of salt, so yeah, much, yeah, yeah. like... Yes. A truckload of salt. Yes. I, I, well, I'm so glad that we did not have social media when I was a teenager. Mm. <laughs> that would be so bad. So bad. <laughs> There's over 20,000 of these on the subreddit. So Am I an a-hole? And there, there's so many. Yeah. I couldn't decide. I, I think this is the one I decided on. But if you if you thought that was interesting and you want to see if there's other people that you can decide on, go over to M-I-N-A-Hole on the subreddit and you can answer all these questions. It's awesome. But, you know, we'd like to get your email. So if you are wondering if you're the a-hole, you can actually send us a note. That's right. Yeah. And we will decide here. Podcasts at commando.com. Once again, that's podcasts at commando.com. All right. What did the pirates say to the Reddit poster? What did the pirates say to the Reddit poster? Anybody? TLDR. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Hey, listen, social media, what are you doing? Are you ghosting us? Why? Come on, reach out and touch us. Follow us and uh, like us. Wherever you are on social media, we are at Kim Commando. Yes, Instagram.com. Yes, slash Kim Commando. Twitter. Yes, Kim Commando. Facebook. Yes, you know, Kim Commando. You get the whole deal. So just, you know, follow us already. Hey, coming up, Allie's got a few easy ways to make money from the couch without even having to comb your hair. And plus, there's a joke you don't want to miss. So stay right where you are. Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? 
That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There, they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. Hey, whenever you need great content on the go, every single day of the week, Monday through Friday, you can just fire up the Kim Commando Today podcast. And when you're out there and about, make sure that you tell at least three family members and friends about the Kim Commando podcast because, you know, that's how we get more listeners. So we don't care. Even go stand on a corner and spin a sign. Okay, say so get the Kim Commando Show podcast. That's great. So wherever you get your podcast, well, you know the drill because you're already listening. You get it with a K, but make sure that you tell three family members and friends. All right. So we always get ways that we always get requests for people to say, like, you know, how can I make some money? Yeah. You know, and as a matter of fact, this morning I was walking with my friend Joe and I explained to her that uh, once I walked into a CBS and I had the TaskRabbit app on my phone because mm. I was writing a story about it. And it said, oh, would you like to make a quick 10 bucks? And I'm like, sure. Mm. And so I went over to the laundry detergent in the CBS and I took a picture of all the labels that were there and I made 10 bucks. I thought, hey. This is pretty good. Amazing. I don't have it on my phone anymore, so maybe I mean I don't know why. Maybe because I'm just too busy right now. <laughs> I think. Um, but what are some other ways that people can make money? Well, and that way requires you have to go out into the world, right? You had to put on pants for that. You had to maybe get yourself, <laughs> yeah. you know, you maybe yeah. combed your hair. I don't know. Um, by the way, when you search Commander.com for ways to make money, uh, 978 results. Ooh. So we have got you Whoa. covered. Uh, I went through to find what are some easy ways you can do this, again, from your couch, don't have to go anywhere, fairly minimal effort. The first one, of course, is Amazon Mechanical Turk. This is a freelance service operated by Amazon, and basically they have you do little tasks that a robot can't perform well. It's going to be things like, you know, reading a receipt and inputting the data, labeling data, or maybe you take a survey caveat here. You're not going to make a ton of money. You can though. You can make decent money. You can get up to probably about 15 bucks an hour, which is not bad mm -hmm. for these kind of mindless tasks, right? Uh, Kim, you actually interviewed somebody. He made $10,000 a year doing this. He like perfected yes. the art of Mechanical Turk. So yes. if you're interested, go over to the website. We actually have some of his secrets for how he made so much money on it on the website. Um. You can transcribe audio, and you might be thinking, no, Allie, it's only robots doing that now. But there are still some <laughs> cases where a person is just going to do a better job. Um, hourly rates for this depend. It depends very much on what the project is, how long it is, how good you are, how fast you are. Uh, generally, the average is 10 to 36 bucks an hour. Pretty good. Um, That's good. There's one site, Rev.com, R-E-V. They seem to pay better, 18 to $66 an hour. Whoa. Um, yeah, you do have to send in a submission to say, hey, I'm actually good at this. Uh, if you fail or, you know, you don't get approved, you can redo it. So make sure your quality is good when you're doing that. And then one that I have always wanted to do, in addition to being like a secret shopper, which I think sounds pretty fun, 
um, testing products. User testing is the big one for this. Um, they will send you something to your house, a product, maybe a service. Sometimes you might even try out a website or an app or whatever it is. And then in some cases, you have to send back a video, just a quick video of yourself saying, here's what I thought of it. Sometimes you have to participate in something like, you know, a group video where you're, it's like a focus group, but from your computer. Um, you do have to pass the screening test to make sure that you're the right demographic for it. But these, you can make pretty good money. Um, even the quick, you know, five minute video you have to submit, you might make 20 bucks. If you have to do a full interview, 120 bucks. So you can make a fair amount of money with these. Um, again, that is usertesting.com. And again, we have so many tips to help you make money yeah, on the website. Yeah. So, you know, it's worth a scroll. If you're interested in this, just go to the website, search Make Money From Home, and look through some of the articles, and you might find something cool that you didn't know you could do at your house. And then you know that these are legit opportunities because the worst thing you can do is go to Google and say, Ooh. make money at home. <laughs> And they're like, yes, I can make money at home just by like uh, by looking at links on a website and make five thousand dollars a week. No, mm. that no. does not work. So yes, so all legitimate. We vetted it. You can trust it. It's all at commando.com. All right, we're gonna close up this bad boy with a great joke from you, Ali. So lay it on us. Uh, my warning for this one: there's a little bathroom humor. It's it's not too bad, but just you know. If you're uh, not a bathroom humor person. So a gambler gets a notice from the IRS that he's being audited. He calls his tax attorney and they go to see the IRS agent and they're waiting. The agent's looking over the paperwork and he said, you know, the reason for this audit is you live this really lavish lifestyle, but you don't have a lot of income to justify it. What do you do for a living? And he says, I'm a, I'm a professional gambler. And he says, a gambler? Uh, yeah, I make money from bets. Let me demonstrate. I bet you $1,000 I can bite my eye. <laughs> you have a bet, the agent says, and looks kind of smug. Uh, that smug smile vanishes when the gambler takes out his glass eye and bites it. Oh. Um, the agent didn't see that coming, but he agreed. So, yes, he's going to give him $1,000. Fine, that wasn't fair, the gambler says. Um, I'm going to give you a chance to win your money back, but bet another $1,000 that I can bite my other eye. And he's looking through the guy's paperwork like he's not legally blind. They can't both be glass eyes. What is what is up? And he says, OK, fine. To his horror, the gambler takes out his dentures and he bites his other eye. And now he's on the hook for two thousand dollars. You know what? The gambler says, double or nothing. I will stand on the edge of your desk, close my eyes, pee into the garbage can on the other side of the room, <laughs> and I will not spill a drop. What do you say? Oh. By this point, the agent's pretty desperate, and he says, okay, fine. So the gambler stands on the desk, and he pees all over the desk. Yes, the agent says. He's so glad he's not going to have to pay the gambler $2,000. Oh, come on. Comes from the attorney. What's the matter, the agent said. Well, he bet me $20,000 that he would come into your office today, pee all over your desk, and you'd be happy about it. <laughs> All right. Steal that, one. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. All right. So uh, we always like to wrap it all up with just some to do's. What you go first, Matt. What do you think? Um, you know, I would check out some subreddits. I, I think there's a <laughs> lot going on over there. You know, shower thoughts is always interesting. It's going to make you go. Hmm. All right. That's a good point. <laughs> so check them out. I think they're fun. And aside from um, 
urinating on a desk and an IRS agent and a gambler and attorney. Uh, uh, what else do you think, Allie, people should walk away with? Uh, if your router is on the floor of a closet, do better. Do better for your internet connection. Um, put it up on something, five to seven feet, people. That's it. And my advice is really set up that health app. So this way, in case something happens to you, that you're going to be in a better place than you would be if somebody just looks at the phone and goes, I have no idea. I have no idea who this person is or who, to, who their next of kin is or if they are, what kind of medication they're on. Just takes a second. And as always, we love to get your feedback. Podcasts at commando.com. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.